Welcome to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where we provide revolutionary training materials to individuals, healing practitioners, leaders, and influencers globally. Your kingdom destiny awaits, and it all begins with a mindset. Hello, my name is Dr. Jessica Rothmeyer, and you are listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast. Today, we will continue in our series of The Power of Your Words. Today is part three of a four-part series, and I would encourage you, if you have not yet listened to part one and two, to go and do so. In those episodes, I really lay the foundation for the information that I'm going to share today. In this episode, I will be sharing some of the experiences I had early on in my career as a professional counselor, as I worked primarily with children and their families. So when I initially got out of grad school, you do, uh, all uh, practitioners, do some type of practicum or internship. And for me, I spent 10 months as a counselor in a school. Now, I wasn't the school counselor. I wasn't a social worker. But I was there based on a government-funded program that provided services to help intervene and uh, provide some type of counseling service to those children who might not necessarily otherwise have those services available to them or their families. So how this program worked is that either their family the school social worker, or any of their teachers could recommend them to the program. Typically, they would have some type of behavioral issue in class, or the teacher was able to identify uh, some social relationship problems. And then I would evaluate them and see if they were appropriate for the program. And through this experience, I very quickly observed a common pattern in these children. These that were targeted by their teachers or, or their parents as a child that could benefit from intensive counseling. And then they had this uh, component that was super helpful that the family would also receive in-home family therapy. And that was all uh, free at no cost to them because of this government-funded program. And as I spent time facilitating these services and spent time with the children in school, I would pull them out of their class once or twice a week. We would work individually for 20 to 30 minutes. And then once a week or once every other week, I would actually travel to their home and spend time with them and their parents and their siblings, observing them and and offering them some type of intervention or skills training. And as I continued to facilitate these services, I really saw this common core issue come across in all of the children. And it might not be what you would think. It wasn't that they were necessarily all from a divorced family or that they were in foster care or that they were not academically inclined or even that they had some type of mental health or genetic disorder. Rather, each of these children experienced frequent and repeated words of negativity spoken over them by the adults in their life. Not just their parents, but teachers, babysitters, doctors, grandparents, social workers. Uh, Many of these children had had some type of uh, professional intervention in their life uh, before I saw them. Anyone in a position of authority or power in a child's life has incredible influence and impact on a child with the power of their words. 
And this affects a child both psychologically and spiritually. It truly is beyond most of our comprehension, the full effect that our words have on the lives of others. Even words in which you might think that these children don't hear, that you might be speaking to another adult or uh, venting to another parent, what this child doesn't hear, the spirit realm does. And all of our words birth fruit, good and bad, as we discussed in the first part of this uh, series on the power of your words. Proverbs 18.21 says that every word that we speak with our tongue produces fruit, both good and bad. And no other population, like children, are as vulnerable when looking to the adults in their life for their identity for their purpose and for their worth. So the words spoken over their lives are lasting. As I would spend time with families in a therapeutic setting, so often I was there to advise them in the area of parenting. I could not believe how much of my time in educating them and and helping to retrain some of their behavioral patterns was spent on teaching them to speak differently. For those children who were a little more mischievous or had a little too much energy, someone that uh, perhaps had some impulsive behaviors, I would often hear family members say right in front of me, oh, she never listens. Or, he's so naughty, I have no control over him. Or something like, oh, she's just lazy. That's why she doesn't do her schoolwork. The list and the examples I have go on and on. Now, were these parents just frustrated and and venting to a professional who was there to listen, to coach, and hopefully help them? Yes, I understand that uh, circumstance. But... What was interesting to me and and what I know now about the power of our words, so often these children were in the same room with us. And the way in which a child would uh, be around their teacher and see their frustration and hear their words of condemnation sometimes or how they I would observe them interacting with their parents who would speak harshly with them or even their siblings who were annoyed with some of their personality weaknesses and then how they would behave with me and how significantly different that was, both in their speech, in their behavior, and really how they just carried themselves mentally and emotionally. Now, it's easy to say that I could just be that positive person for them as their counselor. I didn't have to live with them day in and day out, and I didn't have those same frustrations. But the truth of the power of our words still holds true over these children and what it truly does in affecting how they think, how they form, how they behave. As believers, we live by faith, faith in God and faith in his word. And for a child who cannot necessarily find these things on their own, They look to the adults in their lives to lead and guide them. And so they too live by faith. The words, the curses, the labels that the adults in their lives speak have mental and spiritual power that shapes a child. 
psychological and neuroscience studies show that as early as while the child is still in its mother's womb, they are affected by the power of their words. That children who are still in the womb and experience a great deal of stress, perhaps the parents have a lot of conflict or there's even some type of abuse, Uh, a mother that might verbalize that she never wanted the baby in the first place, they can prove that those children have more anxiety, more issues with depression, and other mental health issues. This is something we cannot underestimate or dismiss. Children will live up to the words spoken over them, good or bad. I have seen this play out before my very eyes hundreds of times over the 20 years I was a counselor. Now let's look to see what scripture says. A little advice for both mothers and fathers. For mothers, Proverbs 13, 26 says she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. And the power that kindness has. As mothers, we are already hardwired by God to offer love and nurturing. Uh, We are the representation of who Father God is and how we show unconditional love to our children. And that we can have an incredible impact on their lives by this teaching of kindness. And then for fathers... In Ephesians 6, 4, it says, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And then also in Titus chapter 2, verse 2, Older men are to be temperate, dignified, sensible, sound in faith and in love and in perseverance. So these two verses are powerful in how a father can approach parenting, to not discipline out of anger, to look to God's word for instruction on how to coach and encourage our children in how they should go in the rest of their life, and that they would offer these tips and their their parenting through a lens of love through temperate behaviors and emotions, and with perseverance. Fathers, don't give up on those difficult children. Continue to love on them and encourage them along the path. One of the things that uh, was really powerful and and something that continued to uh, appear throughout these case studies and working with families are the ways that parents who could speak positive into their children, that they would take uh, my advice and really a leadership from the Holy Spirit and apply this uh, biblical truth of really encouraging their children and, and speaking life into them. The dramatic change that happened was something no amount of counseling or any other intervention could have done. It truly did have its own testimony for these families. Proverbs 15.4 says that a soothing tongue is a tree of life, but perversion in it crushes the spirit. The word perversion here means vicious, ugly, and soothing means calming, wholesome, and healing. And from what we've learned so far, that this powerful effect of our words truly does affect someone's soul. 
This phrase crushes a spirit could not be more true. If only we all had the gift of vision in the spiritual realm, we would then see what harsh words actually do to a person's spirit. And let's face it, (laughs) children can be difficult. And we as parents, teachers, health professionals, we can become frustrated and short-tempered with them. So if you're feeling convicted right now about something that you have said or that you tend to say and repeat about your child or a child with whom you have influence, simply repent. Ask God to forgive you to spiritually remove any curses or labels that you have spoken over that child, and then go and apologize to that child. A child will always remember when an adult apologizes to them. It is an act of great humility and pleasing in God's eyes. I've spoken to a lot of parents who think or believe that if they do that, they will somehow lose their power or authority with a child if they go and apologize. And that is simply not true. After you've apologized and asked for the child to forgive you, then spend some time speaking encouragement and blessing over the child to replace any identity issues or feelings of unworthiness that the negative words may have fostered. Your positive words have just as powerful impact as the negative. God loves little children, and his desire is for them to stay pure and innocent as long as possible. And the words that we as adults, as people of authority in their lives, that we speak to and over the lives of these children matter a great deal to the Lord. And it truly shows our character in trying to be Christ-like, in walking out our faith. When we have a heart to build up and encourage and speak life into a child, their future destiny is impacted by it. I hope you're enjoying this series on the power of your words. Join me next week as we discuss how the power of your words have power and influence even with your enemies. Thank you so much for listening to the Kingdom Mindset Podcast, where it is our vision to see all lives set free.